Welcome to The Intersection, a podcast on spirituality and social justice with three women of different ages who live in three different states with three different skin colors. Grounded in spirituality and love, we strive to think, speak, and behave in ways that will bring about a better world for all people. We are committed to admitting mistakes and missteps, excited to grow, and willing to make that growth public. We are so grateful that you clicked play. Thank you for your willingness to grow with us. We are tuning in for a short episode today, so this one's going to be a quick one. But it came up this morning, Jamila, you were talking about like the entire universe conspiring in our favor. Do you want to talk a little bit about what you meant by that? I am in the middle of my journey of really trusting God, trusting the universe. And when things negatively happen or things that seem overwhelming or some things, things don't seem as overwhelming anymore because I've kind of trust that the universe is always conspiring in my favor. It is just recognizing that your journey has highs and lows and that regardless of your lows, they're only temporary and that your highs are coming back and that Ultimately, for this journey, the universe is always conspiring to make you stronger, make things better for you, just always in your favor. And I say that, I recognize that in a way that when negative things have happened in my life, I've grown from them and learned from them. And I got through them. I became a better person as a result of it. So I'm just really leaning on what they say, leaning on the cross, leaning on the fact that God loves me. The universe loves me. Because they love me, they want nothing but positivity for me. Even what the enemy throws in our way is just all for my favor. It's all going to be okay for me. Mm-hmm. And just trusting that. And that's like, that's the journey to continuously lean into that trust. So one of my favorite books is The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. And inside that book, he says, and when you want something, all the universe conspires in helping you to achieve it. And then I found this other one. Rumi once said, once you make a decision, the universe conspires to make it happen. And we're kind of talking about the differences between this and also the universe conspiring in our favor all the time. You want to talk about that a little bit, Amanda? Well, I'm going to talk about a couple of different things here. First of all, I think it's empowering for people to realize that we get to choose what we believe Mm -hmm. and that everything is a belief. One of my mentors talks about how we grew up thinking like the sky is blue. That's a fact. Right. But like, does that mean when we're watching a sunset and the sky is purples and reds and oranges that it's not sky on a cloudy overcast day where the sky is gray? It's not sky because it's not blue. So even the concept of like the sky is blue is a belief that we hold. And there are other examples where it's still sky, even though it's not blue. So when we get to the fact that everything is a belief and we get to choose our beliefs, that's empowering because then as sovereign beings, we get to choose beliefs that support us. So like if we could choose a belief that life is hard and always working against us and we got to fight our way through it. And if we believe that, then we're going to draw different experiences into our lives, both what we see and how we perceive something based on our biology, our reticular activating system in our brain, and on an energetic frequency level, because that's the frequency which we're vibrating and drawing into our lives. So if we choose to believe that life is hard, we're going to draw those experiences into our life and we're going to keep going. See, we're going to get all these examples how hard life is. If we choose beliefs that support us, that make us feel connected and supported and loved and cared for, like the universe is always conspiring in our favor, then we're going to draw those experiences into our life. 
And even as Jamila was saying, when hard things happen, because life is full of challenges and joys, like that's what makes life. We're going to start to see the challenges as opportunities to learn, to grow, and knowing that that's not the end. We don't bump up against a challenge and then life is over, right? So we trust that when we believe that the universe is always conspiring in our favor, then on the other side of that is something that's coming for our highest good. And the challenge is really there to help us clear something out of the way so we can receive what's in our highest good on the other side. That's the first thing I want to talk about, like the opportunity to choose our beliefs and how powerful that is. The difference between those two quotes, I think, is the Rumian and Cleo quotes are talking about when we want something, like leaning into our desires. And it does believe in, or it does lean on trust. When we Mm -hmm. desire something, when we want something, the universe is conspiring to help us make that happen, giving us what we want. That is, again, leaning into our desires. I think the universe always conspiring in our favor is a belief that kind of opens us up to receive whatever comes our way. And I think that personally, I think the universe conspiring in our favor is like a caveat to get to the point where you're able to believe that our desires are brought to us. Because first we have to open up to whatever experience comes our way is for us. Then we don't get hung up on like, I have this desire, but the universe hasn't delivered yet. Because we believe that everything between where we are right now and the thing that we desire is for our highest good. You're making me think of a couple things. Like the first with the beliefs, I'm thinking about confirmation bias. Our beliefs are the thing that start us off, right? And then I believe this and therefore all the evidence I'm going to pick up in the world is going to confirm the belief I already hold. So the metaphor I think about all the time is like, it's so much easier to spot a yellow car when you're looking for a yellow car. Like if I'm not looking for a yellow car, I'm not going to find the yellow car. But because like my brain is oriented to like look for that, then I find it. Same thing with like support in the universe. If I'm oriented to think about I'm supported, like everything is going to become a sign that I am supported and I am guided because the belief system is in place there for me to be able to see that clearly. I think it's also to remember in Christianity, they have this scripture about renewing your mind. And a lot Mm -hmm. of people renew your mind and let go of the old man because you are a new man when you become a Christian, right? When you accept Jesus or admit that he died on the cross, whatever. That being said, what I've learned is that renewing your mind just means kind of changing your thought process, reorientating yourself when you get into that negative vibe. So I find myself doing things like I'm really into my affirmations right now. So I'm listening to Tony Jones all the time. And I'm listening to music that's telling me how I'm unstoppable. It just uplifted music that makes me feel good about myself and empowered. And as a result, even when the music is off, I'm feeling more empowered because I'm planting these seeds in my mind versus the negativity that the world often throws our way and tell us how horrible everything is. I'm not letting that be in my mind or stay on my thought process because then I'm, as you said, with the yellow car, then I see negativity everywhere. But instead, I see positivity everywhere. Like I'm, right now, I'm in Michigan. You poor people, y'all don't get a fall, do you? Do you get a fall? And I'm looking at the beautiful trees with with the red leaves and the yellow leaves and the orange and brown leaves. And I'm thinking like, look how awesome this is. Yes, it's chilly, but you know what? Look how beautiful this is. Just reorientating yourself is so important because what the mind believes is what they make it, right? Yeah. I want to 
touch base really quickly on piggybacking off what you said about choosing to see the positive and trusting that everything is our highest good and the concept of spiritual bypassing. So I know that there are a lot of things in this world right now that are not great. We have a lot of really broken systems. We talk about them all the time on this podcast and our other platforms. Like there are a lot of systems that are broken and there are a lot of people that don't have their needs met. There's a lot going on that we as a society need to improve on. It's a beautiful opportunity for us to really grow as a society. And I also get to choose my beliefs and how I approach that, right? If I approach that all these broken systems and I feel the weight of them all the time, it's very easy to get discouraged. It's hard to have the energy and the strength to say, we can actually make a change. I choose to believe that we can make a change. Like the staying positive and being willing to see the positive, believing everything's working out in our favor is active choice to have faith and have hope. Spiritual bypassing is as if nothing is actually wrong. Everything's fine. All these systems are here and they're supposed to be here. Like, don't worry about that. Stay positive. Stop thinking about the negative. Spiritual bypassing is like skipping over the reality of some things. Toxic positivity is like another place where you go with that. Yep. It's putting your head in the sand and pretending like there is no problems. Like you see no problems because you're not seeing no problems or because your head is in the sand and there are no problems. Right. I kind of want to piggyback on that too when you say we get to belief systems and stuff. So I recently wrote this quote on my school board page. I'm getting trolls, guys, which is very interesting. I don't feed trolls, but it's very interesting to see them. And to say what I said is that there's the way things should be and there's the way things that I'm a realist, that I see how things are and I push towards how they should be. People were really upset with that. But that's really a good mindset to be like, this is our reality right here. A lot of it is dirty, but I know it doesn't have yeah. to be dirty. So I want to keep pushing towards it not being so dirty while recognizing that it is, but that it won't always be that it's a temporary state. Yeah. Some people just can't embrace it. Yeah. There's a dog in Martin Luther King Jr. quote that I think about all the time. The arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends toward justice. Like the idea that we have to be able to see that bigger picture and like in that big picture, we are held, we are guided, we're moving in the right direction, we're moving toward justice. That's where we're going. And also the understanding that it's a long arc and some days it's going to feel like it's going the other direction and some days it's going to feel like we're going backwards. And like, you're making me think of this thing that a friend of mine posted, Imani, Imani Fest. She put it's from somebody named Valencia. If there's one thing I understood about the universe, it's that whatever I wish for, it will give it to me. But first, it will shape me into someone who can receive it and then maintain it. Like the idea that these other things happen to us, they don't feel necessarily positive or they don't necessarily feel the best thing in the world that happened. But even those things are shaping us. Even those things are molding us into who it is that we are supposed to be in order to fulfill our highest good. I think I've said this metaphor on, on this podcast before, but in terms of being the realist, Jamila, like and facing the situation, the reality of whatever it is that's in front of us. I think about poop, (laughs) like I think about shit and how like we can shit and we could sit in the stink or we can use it as fertilizer and allow it to make us grow. 
And in both mm-hmm. cases, it's shit. In both cases, it's the same right. thing. Let's be real, it's shit. But it's about how we use it. What do we do with it? Are we sitting there and just being upset that we're inside the stink? Or are we like finding the use for it and allowing it to create flowers for us or food or whatever it is that we are longing for and building toward? Yeah. Absolutely. I think about all my challenges because I've had a lot of challenges or opportunities in my life, things that happened and how I got through them. And I think about the person I was prior to it and where I was at the end of it. And I recognize that a lot of the strife that I had to go through, I wouldn't be or know the things that I know now if I hadn't gone through that strife. I wouldn't have that type of empathy. I wouldn't get that type of wisdom. I would have learned to respect my instincts. All these things that I was in a deficit of that I didn't even realize I was a deficit of. These negative, quote unquote, negative experiences helped build me up. And I'm a lot stronger today, even like in my spirituality and in my belief system and how I feel about myself at when I first went into those journeys. Sometimes going through that turmoil and stuff twisted me up enough where I was like, well, wait a minute. I don't want to go there again. So I better learn this. I want to say two things really quickly because I know we wanted to make this a short episode. First of all, for those folks who might be being like, I can't change my beliefs. My beliefs are who I am. I want to encourage you to think about beliefs that have changed already over time. Like we all change our beliefs. Most people in America, when you were a little kid, believed in Santa Claus. And then at some point you got new information that you realized that Santa Claus isn't real. We should put a spoiler. 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 Don't listen in front of young children. <laughs> Spoiler. Okay. Right? And so all of a sudden you had a belief that you learned wasn't correct and you had to change your belief. And that's a pretty drastic one. That's one where it was like one piece of information changed everything. Then there might have been some emotional fallout. Like, how could this be true? My parents lied to me. But we do change our beliefs as we grow as humans. And so the difference is when we intentionally shift a belief it's usually not necessarily like there's one piece of information. It's a drastic, quick shift. We have to like lean into it. So if you're a person that believes like life is hard and always throwing shit at you and you want to choose to believe that the universe is always conspiring in your favor, you're going to have to actively do some work around it. So you're going to have to use your breath and your body to anchor this new belief into your system. You're going to have to repeat it to yourself all the time. You're going to have to be willing to pause and be aware of your thoughts. When your thoughts are telling you that everything's crappy and horrible, that you have to go, okay, wait a second. If I believe the universe is always conspiring in my favor, then what does that mean in this situation? How does that apply to this situation? So when we want to actively change our beliefs, we have to choose to do it and we have to do some work to get there. It's not a quick, immediate fix like that, but it's possible. Two things I want to add on to that. Number one is the fact you said that if you're thinking that this is horrible and life is throwing stuff, one of the things that I find really helped me is counting my blessings. And I start from the very very basic blessings, like I have a place to stay. I have lights. You know, and it makes me, and it are very basic things, but they are basic things that people, not everybody has. When I start to live really bad or crazy, I try to just count my blessings if they, where I was five years ago. And it's not that, you know what I mean? Yes. So that's one thing I wanted, a piece of advice or a tool I think that might help with that. And another thing, when we talk about changing our beliefs, changing our thoughts, 
So a part of growing, a part of not staying stagnant is changing your information, changing your beliefs once you get more information. Mm -hmm. That does not make you a hypocrite. It does not make you a flip-flopper. It makes you mature. It means that you are mature enough to recognize that you did not know everything. And this new information shot some light on some stuff. And, oh, now I can think better. And guess what? That's part of the human experience and part of your journey you're supposed to. Or else you stay stagnant. Like, you know, those older women in their 50s and 60s that still act like they're 13 and their child isn't petty. Those are people that have never changed their mind. Be forgiving of yourself. Be compassionate of yourself. And don't think you're being a hypocrite just because you think something's differently. And never be afraid to critically think. God gave you that brain. You're supposed to push mm. and question and turn around on your mind. Because how else do your spirituality become your own individual, personal spirituality if you never challenge it and internalize it? I love you. It's beautiful. I feel like there's so many episodes that we could build off of this episode. Spiritual bypassing slash toxic positivity episode coming sometime in the future, maybe. Thank you for tuning in and we will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to The Intersection, Spirituality and Social Justice. We hope this podcast made you think and feel and that you carry that with you into the conversations you have in your own life. We also know that our conversation is incomplete without you. We would love to keep in touch. Follow us on Instagram at the period intersection period podcast and find our individual Instagrams in the show notes. We can't wait to hear from you.